So one of the things I want to ask you today is what is the next step for you? Like, what is the next place that you need to move to? What is the next direction that you need to go? How do you need to continue to grow yourself? A lot of times people get stuck in limbo thinking like, hey, I don't know what's to do next. So as a result, they don't do anything. They just stay stuck in the same exact spot or in the same exact cycle going over and over and doing the same things over and over. When you're in a toxic relationship, you stay stuck in a cycle. And that's all the cycle does. It just keeps repeating over and over and over again. It's like, what is the next step that you need to make for you, for your growth, for your development, for your change? Until you start prioritizing you over others, until you start growing in the direction that you need to go, nothing's going to change. Nothing's going to happen. Majority of times people want change. And they think, hey, this would be great if I did change. People want to grow. But when it comes down to the hard, actual truth of this is how you do it, people run away. Is that you? Do you run away from the actual change that you know could transform your life? I was talking with a client the other day, and we were walking through this aspect about change. And he was like, I want to change. I'm like, okay, what are you going to do to actually change? Because you either have to say, hey, I'm willing to sacrifice or I'm willing to move past this obstacle or I'm willing to do the things that are required to actually change or you're willing to say, I'm okay with where I'm at. And we walk people through a progression of understanding, hey, this is where it's showing up in your life. This is where it's at. This is what you're seeing. And if you're seeing that, you need to decide, hey, is this working or is this not working for me? Is this something I'm okay with or I'm not okay with it? How does this actually match up for you? There's so many people that are okay with where they currently are, not because they don't know a different reality, but because they're unwilling to actually do what's required. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When we talk about this aspect in toxicity with narcissists, it's hard to leave the narcissist, right? Like it's hard to actually walk through those steps of leaving because what's on the other side of that? What's on the place where like maybe if you leave, what's going to happen? Are you actually going to grow in the direction you want to go? Is there a future for you? All these thoughts, all these words that the toxic person is putting in your head over and over and over again, making you think that you're not worth it. You're not good enough. And you're like, I want to be able to get out. I want to be able to move forward, but I'm not sure how, or I'm not sure if I can. I can show you many people that have gotten out and that are free. The thing you have to realize is you can be out of the relationship. You can be no contact and still not be free. You can be moved out of the place that you're interacting with this person on a day-to-day basis. You're no longer seeing him consistently. Like there's actually distance or maybe you're completely no contact and still be a slave and still be stuck. And when you start to notice this, when you start to realize that you're stuck in this relationship where it's not going to change and it's not going to get out, oftentimes it's because you're selling yourself a lie. It could be, I'm stuck in believing I can help the narcissist in my life. Hate to break it to you, but if you've been romantically involved with a toxic narcissistic person in your life, you pretty much have zero chance of being the help for them. 
because they've already realized they can manipulate, they can abuse you, they can do everything that they want to you and you're either going to take it, you're not going to actually stand on your boundaries and they're still going to be able to move forward. Two years, still mentally, mentally still chained. If you're mentally still chained, that's the piece that we need to work with, the piece that we need to rewire the mindset. Otherwise, you will stay stuck forever. That's it. Do I need to lock off my dad? If he's toxic and narcissistic and not willing to change, then yeah. You cannot help a narcissist, 100%. You can't force a narcissist to change. Too many times people are like, if I could just get him to understand this. So my wife thought. She thought this for years. Maybe if I can get him to change, if I can get him to acknowledge, if I can get him to accept, and it didn't do anything. Because the end of the day, all that was was more supply of more tension. She's trying to work on me more. I've got more people in my life that wants to help. This supply wants to help. This affair partner wants to help. And now I have all these people looking at me because I'm the victim, right? Like I'm the victim of all these people need to help me. It's a bunch of BS. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're not able to help the narcissist by being with them and giving them more love or helping them look a certain way or helping them act a certain way because all it is is just conformity. You're trying to get a narcissist to change. You don't want a narcissist just to change. There's a lot of narcissists that change. You want someone that's going to transform. That's going to grow and be unwilling to stop growing if you're with them or if you're without them. That's the thing. We had someone that I was talking to earlier today. I was messaging back and forth and they were like, he kept saying to me that he would have changed if I was with him. It's BS. But an artist will tell you, I'll change if we're together. I'll change if I've got the marriage. I'll change if you don't leave me. I'll change but at the end of the day, you know how much a person is actually committed to it if they're willing to change regardless of you. You don't need another person in your life that's just a pushover. You don't need someone who's just going to conform to a certain image just to keep the relationship. You don't need another weak-ass man that's going to show up and be like, I'll change for you, but I won't change for me. I'll change to keep the relationship, but I won't actually change to actually step up and be a man. This is the thing that people do not realize is they're constantly in these relationships thinking maybe it'll work out because he's saying he's trying while he's still abusing me at the same time. That's not trying. That's abusive and manipulative and it's going to keep happening until you make it the change. You have to be able to understand the narcissist will use and leverage anything and everything against you. If you're talking about being split and you have kids, and you're like, hey, I don't know how to be able to handle this. He's going to try to leverage the kids. He's going to try to use the things that matter the most to you to trigger you, to make you do the things that he wants you to do. At the end of the day, those are all pieces that he's trying to leverage against you to make you subservient to them, to control you. 
until you take back that power of understanding like, hey, I'm not letting this person do this to me anymore. It'll keep happening. Okay. He says I'm his only friend. It's so hard to hear. So the question is, why are you his only friend? Why doesn't he have other friends? The reason why he doesn't have other friends is because of how he actually shows up or the lack of him showing up. It's a choice. I was talking to someone earlier today. They were like, I don't know what to do because I don't have any friends. And I'm like, well, we need to get you some friends. Like if, if your path moving forward says, hey, I can't do this unless I have some friends, then we need to work on getting you some friends. Like you're only limited by what you're going to say, by what you're going to believe, by the, the, the mindset, the thought process. He's going to sell you a lie. You're my only friend. When reality, the reason why you're his only friend is because you're the only person who's stuck around to keep being manipulated. No one's going to come and save you except yourself, 100%. Very true. How do you gauge between godly love for each other and cutting people off when the other person is being abusive, when the other person is being a liar, when the other person is belittling, cutting you down? See, there's this aspect of like, well, we just need to love everybody and they'll get better. You can love someone from a distance. You don't have to be in a relationship to love that person. Sometimes, for some of you watching this, the most loving thing you could do right now is to go no contact. But you're like, but that's not godly, but that's not loving. That's not the way I was raised. The way of probably a lot of you were raised, if you're coming from like a godly frame, the way a lot of you were raised was just conformity was to match the Christian symbol in your life, to match the religious organization so that you looked better. That's why they didn't talk about mental health issues. They didn't deal with their emotions. They didn't deal with their problems. And you're left bottling it up inside saying, maybe this is just how it's supposed to happen. And then you get into the marriage and you're like, wow, this marriage sucks because I have no clue what marriage actually is because my parents only modeled one version of it. They didn't show you when there was problems. They didn't show you when there was issues. And as a result, you're left unequipped.